That shit was classic. Yo, 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 you listening to The Notion. I'm tuned in with my co-host in the building. We live. Oh, yeah, Johnny. What's up with y'all? Paul, I'm back. Introduce yourself, sir. Oh, I'm introduced. This is Corduroy Cat with us today. Oh. <laughs> Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Poe. <laughs> P to the O E. I was gonna go down. And, you know, That's man. for the niggas that don't know me. Yeah. Yeah. I'm back, man. How y'all doing, fellas? That nigga said he in the garden I'm with the rosemary. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit, we about to rewrite the whole record. Hey, I'm feeling good, man. Like, I, I I feel blessed, brother. It's been a long I time. I see you, man. Blinging and shit. You know what I mean? Got some artwork on the chest. You know I mean, what I'm you know, saying? I'm, I'm, I'm um, you know, got it's no the Mandarin cap. Low for me now, man. I'm 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 incorporating a few other items into my repertoire now. You telling them to get some money? They start doing different stuff. <laughs> yeah, is that a billionaire boys club? He used to wear a polo. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Time's changing. You know. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. We know who eating. Uh, yeah. Fruits is moving. <laughs> Let's just say niggas is hungry this summer. Yeah. <laughs> Harvest time. <laughs> Welcome back, bro. Yeah. Oh, man. What's good with you, bro? What's been going on in the garden, man? I've been seeing you. For y'all that ain't been following this page, you've been going hard in the garden. You know what I'm saying? I'm seeing a whole, whole fruits and veggies. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. And posting uh, some recipes, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm back. I'm reposting stuff from my other page, and then that, uh, I'll start posting new shit. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's been going good. This fucking squirrels, man, ate up all my goddamn peaches. <laughs> Let me tell you about this. That must mean they was good, though. Yeah. Man, I didn't. I didn't taste them. <laughs> man, I came out there one day. I said, "Hold on, man. It was the peach tree was right here. It's still here, but the peaches is gone." And they taking them. whole peaches? But well, they they weren't too big. But I was letting them like you know eat on some of them. It's not like I but yeah. I should have covered them with like some mesh bags and shit. Okay. And I didn't, but. <laughs> That's obvious. So so next year, um, <laughs> I have to figure that one out. But yeah, man, that was that's the only disappointing thing well, you know, so far in the garden. Farmers fuck up. You know, learn the lesson. Learn the learn, process. Yeah, learn. I feel learn it. Learn the lesson. But uh, the garden's going good. That's what's up. Going well. I'm actually able to you know go out eat a lot of things out of there. I mean, yeah, that's for, what you want. So have like you ever have you ever good, made a whole right? meal like just based out of the, out of the garden or or the majority of the meal based out of a gar- out, of, out of your garden? Mm-hmm. That's dope. Yep. Funny, because uh, like you know, I walk out there. I was watching somebody who has an IG account. I think she's called like the Black Forager or something like that. Okay, bro, she'll like walk outside, like, and she'll go find stuff, and she'll identify what it is, and then she'll bring it back to the house, and she'll prepare it the right way. Like, it's That's actually. Tight. That's no. what I would like hmm. to be able to do. Like she went out to the sea and was like, "Yeah, this is this type of seaweed and this yeah. type of seed. This is kale and with the whoop." And she's like, "Sugar kale, I'm gonna take it back and make kale chips." Like, and she what? did. And she, you know what I mean? Like, it bro, was I dope. Was, we what? last last year or last summer we were at the um, river, um, not downtown part of the river, but like kind of down Freeport, and we. Uh, I just kept seeing shit. I was like, hey man, that's fennel. I'm like, they just, it's like a lot of shit just grows wild everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like you, normally you would walk past this shit and not know what the fuck it is. Hmm. But like, there, that happens a lot. Like I want to be able to go and forage too. That would be tight. That's dope. Yeah. I'm going to send you the, um, 
I'm gonna send you a profile because I would, I would like and just send got, it, just send it to me when he sent it to you. <laughs> I got engulfed in it though because she's yeah. like doing hell. I'm just like, like yo, that's tight. That's tight. So that's what's yeah. up. Because when the Chinese come, bro, she made lilac cookies. You want to be able to what? Oh, yeah, damn, lilac yeah. cookies, <laughs> man, bro, bro, what? Bro, I was. I, it looked like I have so was, many questions. She was nummy, nummy. I was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I definitely want to be able to identify stuff in the wild and yeah. forage shit. That would be dope. That's that's fire, man. Yeah. That's what's up, man. Yeah. We're looking forward to more information about that, man. Yes, for real. Yep. Sneaker game, man. What you got? What you got for the sneaker heads that's listening? What, what you got for the sneaker news, man? They know it's a lot of fuckery going on. Mm. <laughs> Streets I mean, on fire. I mean, I'm gonna point some things out. I mean, well, um, I don't know where to start. Um, let's start with the. Well, I'll work my way up. So the BS with the sneakers app, and it's not what everybody thinks it is. So everybody know Virgil. Everybody know All White. Everybody know he got fifty pair of dunks mm-hmm. that are finna drop mm. starting August. Mm. Okay. How they gonna drop though? Hmm. Ah, they're dropping through the sneakers app. Which which sneaker app? The, 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 the same the Nike sneakers app. The, S and K. Oh, the sneakers app. Yeah. And so, but depending on how much you're on the app, how much you interact, watch, double tap, will determine your chances. So, oh, that's trash. If you only go to the app to purchase shoes, which is what it's for. Then your chances are low. If you go to the sneakers app and you know you watch the stories and you watch the Nike checks and you know the behind the designs and all of those type of things, that should supposedly increase your chances of being entered into a raffle or given the opportunity to purchase um, a pair of the Virgil Off White Ducks. So are they getting money off the traffic that goes there? Is that what they're trying to? I have no idea how that works out. But that is how they have that set up. That's wild. Yeah, you got to do all. You got to jump through all the hoops to give us your money for a product. Uh, no, 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 no. You have to jump through all the hoops in hopes of an opportunity to give us <laughs> your money. <laughs> now, crazy. there's that. That's crazy, man. And then um, there was the Louis Vuitton um, fall winter um, collection that was showcased. I think in Paris, if I'm not mistaken, we all know Virgil. I know it's a creative art director, creative designer, whatever his title is, but he's big boy over there. So um, he unveiled a Louis Vuitton Nike collaboration of Air Force Ones ranging from um, lows to mids, um, different materials, canvases, embossed um, monogram designs and whatnot. If I'm not mistaken, there should be 22 Excuse me, 21 renditions of the shoe. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so a lot of different um, styles, a lot of different colors, all all with, you know, Louis Vuitton design. Like I said, monograms and LVs and mm-hmm. Lost. And so that's going to be happening. There's been no real um, update as to how that will release, how they will go about it. And then there is um, Travis Scott, who has a new collaboration with Dior himself. I seen those. <clears throat> um. Well, I family like. Well, you know, you seen them, and I seen them, and you know, the pins on them are a little torn. No, they're not. No, they're not. Everybody said they're ugly. I haven't seen one person say, "Yo, I need them traffic to yours." It's fire. I have not seen them. I'm gonna be honest. They're ugly. 
to the extent of what you would expect from a collaboration between them two. Now, on the right. same breath, Travis is like, you know, he's like a rock star skater type. Like, the shoes look more geared towards skaters. Yeah, because of the style. Mm. Because of the style of it, it looks like it's geared more towards, like, skaters. It does look like a skater shoe. Than um, actual, like, you know, That's Jordans. And, and it's funny because I, I think... <clears throat> He went that route for a couple of reasons. One of them being that he always has a collaboration with Nike and Jordan, and they have things going on, and he don't want so to. Don't con- he don't conflict want to, it, right? Well, because then there's also Jordan and Dior who have a, a collab, correct? Yeah. So to keep you know not blur any lines, not having any misunderstandings, this is a Travis and Dior collaboration separate from the sneaker culture and Jordans and Nikes and all of that. This is me being able to secure a collab with the high fashion brand due to my notoriety and how I, things are moving for me right now. Right. And I, that's why he wear SBs because he likes them. He likes skater shoes, a comfort, the thickness. Of, you know what I'm saying? If you yeah. look at it like that, so then you look at the shoe and like, that's hella ugly. If you are part of sneaker culture, now if you're a skateboarder, you might be like, yo, Travis just sold us some fire kicks. You know right, what I'm saying? Right, right, right. So it all depends on, on target on, demographic, on your understanding mm-hmm. and how you're looking at it, your perspective, and you know what I'm saying? What side of the line you, you sit on, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so, but right now it's just a lot of. Um, <laughs> High fashion movement going on, so to speak. In the yeah, world. how you feel about it? Um, I don't care. It don't affect me. I don't spend my money on high fashion. Like, and that's the thing that's always mm-hmm. you know I've always had an issue with because it's like we the the sneaker culture has always been underground. It's always been rugged. It has mm-hmm. always gone against the grain. Right. That's not high fashion. Exactly. <laughs> so when you know you start seeing celebrities in um. What do they call them people? Start with an I that really nobody's though. Um, influencers. <laughs> influencers. Yeah. So when you start seeing them, you know, wearing high fashion and sneakers, then the followers, the sheeple saw that mm-hmm. and was like, oh yeah, well that's where it's at now. That's what we should be doing. And the whole thing about it, what you have to understand is like, everybody don't have the money for high fashion. Everybody can't afford high fashion. Like, right. Shit. Even the people wearing the high fashion can't afford it. Yeah. Sometimes. And so, you know, and then then you get one uh one high fashion collaboration. It does really well. Yeah. And so then another brand follows suit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then somebody else is like, Well, why don't we jump on the wave? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then before you know it, you have Prada and Adidas collab, Jordan and Dior collab, Louis Vuitton and Nike collab. It becomes contagious. <laughs> no, no, no. It becomes the norm. Yeah. And all and remember collaborations used to be rare and exclusive and yeah, super high yeah. like all the time yeah, everybody yeah, wanted yeah. to know where you got bro, it man, yeah. so much BS bro alright remember when you sent me that DM about the dude who was like I spent so much money with Nike they should sponsor me and, and Nike was like yeah we actively look for athletes and people who you see that yeah. how they got at him yeah <clears throat> it's funny how they said they actively look for athletes and then you turn around and, and what's her name Billy Ellis just getting Billie a collaboration yeah. she ain't got no jumper we can go to I challenge you right now. We go to the courts. <laughs> hey, I got one and a half knee. I had surgery. Okay, so we can go to the courts. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I remember. It was it was it a Jordan? It was a Jordan one. A Jordan one KO and a Jordan fifteen. Now wait. Now with that being said, I'm glad she chose a Jordan fifteen. I love that model. Hopefully, I get my hands on a pair. But I don't see why she's getting a collab. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, it's the, it's the because the collabs used to be 
between the brands and now it's between it's like a celebrity is attached to this collab and they might not have any input on the shoe at all well see the thing about it is this yeah that's a good question do they are they even really having an input or is their brand name just being attached to it it depends on who you're talking about Hmm. i could see maybe travis oh yeah i could see a travis maybe of course yeah travis uh, gives input on the on the on the designs the colorways or whatnot i Mm -hmm. can see it yeah Mm -hmm. There's partnerships and there's collaborations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Kanye and Adidas, Yeezy, it's a partnership. Yeah. Rihanna and Fenty, or Puma and the Fenty, you know? Yeah. That's a partnership. Mm-hmm. These collabs are just collabs. It's the brand getting a celebrity and saying, hey, since you're hot right now, let's give you a shoe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like a sponsorship almost. But I mean like it should be reserved for Right. Like I I, I can't I can't front. Bro, Travis Scott has been hyped for a while. Mm-hmm. For a while. For a long time. <clears throat> like before COVID, like Astro World and his tour and everything, like yeah. yeah the way he performs, the energy. Right. Mm-hmm. And we we can tell that he's actually a part of the sneaker culture prior to his collaboration with and, and, and I mean like Not even just that I mean of course A lot of celebrities Are a brand But I mean like Travis Scott is a brand bro mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying yeah. So when you do Something like that That's like And all he has done Is solidify himself As a brand With each and every Collaboration Because Of so much Of what is Like He did a collaboration With McDonald's Yeah And he had a meal He had shirts That shit was crazy chicken nugget pillows Yeah he like, had the whole He had the whole works Christ. Yeah, he went in. <laughs> he do a drop. It was big. Like shirts, sweaters, basketballs, cups, keys. A brand. Everything that movies used to do in the nineties. Oh yeah. Remember when a movie came out? They had everything. That's what Travis Scott basically did with McDonald's. He had, but it was, but that's crazy. It was just this, is just one person. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because he's a brand. Yeah. And so when you could do that, you know what I'm saying it, it, it accounts for more. But the thing is, is like. Everybody doesn't have the right formula, mm-hmm. but everybody is doing it. That's why, you know, the collabs and some of these partnerships go really well, and other ones seem to kind of uh, fizz out. Yeah. 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 Because everybody doesn't have the formula. And even when you have the formula, if your timing isn't right, right? Right, right. Because, you know what I'm saying? There's there's certain What's, variables who, that go into an example of that. Of what? Of a situation like that. Can you think of one? Where the timing wasn't right and something kind of like flopped. Ooh. As of late, no, because Birdman lugs. That's so far back. Like, <laughs> all right, let's. I mean, the G units. Well, I mean, if you go down, I mean, if you're gonna go that far back, the I mean, it, it, again, it's kind of like what, what Jelani was saying, where it's like your preference, and yeah. because in my opinion, I I wasn't a fan of Procads, I wasn't a fan of S. Doc Carters, Me but Jay Z and The Rock was hot at that time. So if he was that really works. rocking with them, Procads and S. Dots was the shit. And I seen people in them, engine units. You see what I'm and saying? That, you know what I'm saying? It's and so that's just my perspective. That doesn't mean it wasn't hot. 
You know what I mean? So it had to be an actual. It had to be a real flop where nobody was just. And that's the thing. Nobody is really a flop because everybody has enough of a following to be able to do some type of number. And if there's some hype behind it, then it'll sell out just based on the hype because people are looking to profit from the hype. That's where it's at now. Don't too many things flop because everything gets hype. And since it's hype, people are looking to profit off the hype. So rarely anything flops. It's it's Nike. (laughs) Not even just Nike. Who? What other? What other brands are doing uh, collabs? Reebok Adidas Oh everybody's there. Everybody's all over the place Yeah Yeah Reebok yeah. Mason Margiela uh, Just did a collab Not too long ago too Or they got one coming I don't, I don't remember I'll be, I'm, uh, I'll be overwhelmed With shoes sometime But yeah Reebok and Mason Margiela There's Prada and Adidas You feel me Dior and Jordan Louis Vuitton and Nike Like okay. Yeah They out here yeah, <laughs> so it's like an oversaturation of the market too, because it doesn't seem special when the collabs come out. It's like yeah, yeah and that's, it's just well, it's, seeing that's the thing about it. Like the, the only reason the collabs are special now is because people know they can't really get their hands on them, so people want to get their hands on them. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's like, like that many of them to get. It's like all right, the undefeated dunks, uh, undefeated. Uh, I think it's Air Force One versus Dunks or Dunks versus Air Force One pack. It it just released, and they seem to be extremely easy to get. They weren't really hyped up to the extreme. So since they weren't hyped up to the extreme, wasn't nobody really pressing a hard line on them. Mm. Quality was nice on both pairs, though. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Now, and then you'll turn around and be like, um, the Jordan Women's Jordan 3, the A My Mayeri release. Mm. Extremely hyped. Before release, they talking about anywhere between eleven and thirteen hundred for a pair. After they release a resale, we're talking about, you know, at the height of it, you know, six, seven. Oh, that's it. Now, talking about like four or five, mm. right? <clears throat> but it was a women's only shoe. It had a theme, it had meaning, it had special packaging, it had high quality materials used to make the shoe. Mm. The hype shot through the roof. You think it was like, oh, this is a woman's shoe, something for the ladies. What? Nah. Squeeze my ass in a tent. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but that, but that yeah. was the energy because the shoe was so dope that yeah. it wasn't deemed a woman's shoe. Yep. You see what I'm saying? This is for everybody. And I don't know yeah, what you're talking about. Hype. Yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh. And then let's talk about a shoe that was hyped that didn't that kind of flopped. The black and white silver or the silver toe Jordan ones. Yeah. See, it don't even really cross your mind, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Silver toe Silvertoe Jordan ones. They were black and white silver toe silverback they were really hyped before the drop the drop came and they did not move the way people thought they would mm-hmm. like, well, like you know 220 which really ain't no you know what I mean we talking Jordan 1's we talking Jordan 1's bro if you're if you're not if you're not spending at least 330 on a pair of Jordan 1's you can keep them <laughs> we're talking Jordan 1's bro yeah. you know what I'm saying like there's certain you don't just like you can't, and when we're talking Jordan ones, we're talking Jordan one high OG. We're not talking lows. We're okay. not talking mids. We're not talking nouveaux. We're not talking fats. We're not talking Jordan highs. Jordan high OG. Just the name alone means that you got to have a price point of. Bro, bro. Like, first of all, they drop, when they drop, they're going to at least sell for 250 And if they drop, it'll be 230 Right, and like, and they remind you they retail one seventy, sometimes one ninety. After that, and that's crazy because, like, you think about it, after tax, you spend like two fifteen, two twenty anyway, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. seems like retail to me. I don't know, and that's what be blowing my mind because, like, nowadays everything's so saturated. Everybody trying to profit off the hype. 
and you can't really profit it, man, I'm not finna be all over the place making a fifty, Just sixty dollar profit no. off of a shoe. No. Nah. Nah, it's not that deep. With all the work <laughs> you gotta do behind it. Alright, but now be game. Right? If you get ten pair every release and you make sixty off of every pair. That's six hundred. Every release. Mm-hmm. What do you say? What is that? Cost based average or something? Shit like that. <laughs> oh, man, right one, of one of them words. It, bro, you know, I've been, I've been engulfed in school and all that. One of them. But, but, but you know what I mean, though. Like, mm-hmm. come on, man. And so that's how people play it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I'm only getting 60 bucks a pair, but I just sold 10 pair. Good. And you worked five days and made $600. That's true. Dope. Mm-hmm. Dope. If that's your hustle, if that's how you do it, make it happen. I'm not knocking nobody. I'm just saying. I would like to see more if I'm going to be in the business of that. Mm. So much, there's a lot of work behind doing it. Yeah, that's why I be out moving and networking and linking in with people so I can get better prices. Yeah. I get better prices. Mm. I feel it. Well, I'm going to go ahead and uh, chime in on some music real quick. Any music been hitting y'all lately? What albums y'all been rocking? New albums or old albums? What y'all been, what's been hitting? Oh, man, I already told you. Tyler the Creator Yeah boy. I said I ain't listened to that yet that I ain't even get a chance I've been busy man You just told me about it Like Friday night Like Fire. Yo, yeah. it's, it's dope I got Bro. it But I, I, I haven't sat with it yet That or um, Her album Okay Yeah Oh I, yeah yeah I, yeah I got them The last two things I bumped Was off season Last two things I bumped Was off season And the Exodus I was And I'm actually Not mad at that That Exodus DMX album I'm not mad at that oh, album. Okay. I didn't listen to that. I haven't, I haven't listened, listened to, to that yet. I haven't I listened to her. Space. I listened to the Tyler. Um, oh, I heard the new Larry June. I, I fuck with this dude, uh, the Millies dude, uh, the white dude. Uh, he been rapping with um, Dave East. He from out of Boston or something. He hard, bro. You said white. We still on the back end of Juneteenth. I, 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 listen, listen, <laughs> listen, listen. <laughs> <laughs> What's today's date? Let me see. It's still the month of June, brother. <laughs> All right, I'll yeah. wait till next time. He said back in. Yeah. Bring that shit up in July, man. Yeah, wait till the fourth. Fourth for July. Niggas wild. Man, don't talk about no white people. Yeah. <laughs> nah, um. So it's dope. He, he's, he's dope I, um, I just read this My Angelou piece And I No I'm playing <laughs> <laughs> Alright I got something That's gonna fix that man This group called Fire in Little Africa bro You sent me They're from Tulsa Oklahoma You sent me there Yeah I listened to A bro. couple of the records This joint Both of y'all Was sending me some heat And I was going back and forth You that sent me Let me go dope. on my thread Or not I don't even have to go on my thread I can just go on my recent Cause I bumped it a few times They're, You sent uh, me You sent me them And then You sent me who was it? Outside. Yeah. West Side Boogie and Joey Badass. I think it that is. That Joey Badass went Bro. crazy. That one threw me off. I was, because I ain't heard Joey Badass in a minute. Yo. And I was like, oh, they going crazy. Song. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, got to try to find some new yeah. stuff. I, um, It's funny you say her because I've been listening to her old stuff. Um, okay. The uh, the Fire in a Little Africa is dope because they're all from Tulsa and the, the, the theme around the whole album is about the uh, the massacre in Tulsa. Yeah. So they mentioned yeah, yeah, shit, yeah. and they're mentioning names that I never, I'm not familiar with. So they're they're, it's it's pretty dope, and they they can rap. The niggas on there can rap. 
Yeah, they was really gassing. And then uh, Lloyd this Banks. dude named Aaron, Aaron, Aaron Ray, I think it is. Aaron Ray. I'm trying to find out right now. That Lloyd Banks album still. Yeah, that Lloyd, ba- that Lloyd Banks album was going was crazy. Good. Yeah, he still, he still very much got it. Yeah, man. That- I was trying to read the. I was. I felt like the the message was cryptic when he was kind of like responding to Fifth a little bit. Mm. And that re- he wasn't because he wasn't. I don't feel like he was going directly at him, but I could tell he was addressing some shit. You know what I'm saying? He was he was rapping this motherfucking. But he was he was going in though. He was definitely what, going in. What he rapping about? With Lloyd Banks, actually, like I'm just saying, he ain't been shit. on the set in a while. Like, okay, his life shit. So yeah, like, <laughs> he like, telling us where he been. Yeah. yeah, like he it's it's more grown shit, but he's he's he ain't lost it. Yeah, he giving he you bars for sure. He ain't lost his stuff. Like, he ain't I mean, he was the real rapper in the whole set. I mean, the whole yeah. group. Oh yeah, so. yeah, he's dope. I heard he got some on there with Freddie Gibbs. I probably check it that, out. Yeah, that shit is hard. I'll probably check it out. You know. Yeah, but I mean yeah. Keep it a buck man. I, the same stuff Is in rotation yeah, Larry bro. June Currency I haven't got to Larry June yet I gotta listen to that album A bunch of old school um, uh, Lena Perez Ari Lennox You know Small Allegra Some of that good Summer music You know what I'm saying mm-hmm. I'm so Y'all put me on Y'all put me on A lot of people That I didn't know about I can't even hold you On that one I'm still so not like, oh, shit. old album Like that bro. Oh yeah Fire you know what I mean? So it's just like kind of stay with the same stuff. I don't like too much new stuff unless it actually have um unless it invokes feeling. If it invokes feeling, that means it's real. They put their time and they put the effort, they put the energy, and you can feel it through the music. I feel and it. I, I, I definitely like that. And if it's a lyricist, it has to be just that a lyricist. There has to be some depth. You know what I'm saying? I don't yeah. want to hear about nobody glorifying the hood because I know they're right. lying. I used to, I, I'm I, I'm still around. Yeah. You heard? You yeah. heard the boys? <laughs> boys? He from uh, Pittsburgh. Mm-mm. You have to send it to me. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm I'm send it to you. We're gonna have to put a new music thread together. That's what that is. Yeah, I like that. Well, I mean, it's funny, you know, interesting. You brought up uh, feelings because uh, something I want to ask y'all about. You know what I mean? And it's a, it's always a controversial conversation. Mm. You know what I mean? I mean, mainly you see it on social media, but it could be, it could very well be a, a controversial conversation just in a setting where you're having drinks or the opposite sex and everybody's mingling. Facts versus fiction, uh, feelings. Oh yeah, that's a hot topic. It is. <laughs> Facts versus feelings, man. Um, how do y'all feel about those scenarios? Um, how do y'all feel about today's society? And do you think that they can decipher? Many people know how to decipher the difference between facts and feelings. Well, no, you're saying decipher the fact. They're not even truly aware, right? Okay. Yeah. And then on top of that, most of them don't know the facts. Majority of people operate, exactly. argue, talk from feelings without knowing facts because they feel some type of way. I said feelings, invoke feelings. Mm-hmm. Situation happens, right? Somebody does something to them. Something goes on. They feel some type of way about it and they act on that. They react. There's no respond because respond right. means thinking. If you're thinking and that means you're going over the actual facts and things that, right? Mm-hmm. They're not doing that. Yeah. Something happens and it's like, oh, instantly, I ran off feeling. Did you think about the fact that that nigga has 75 pounds on you and is a black belt? <laughs> fact is, he'll beat your ass. <laughs> <laughs> you see what I'm saying though? Right. But, like, but, but. Right. Your feelings are gonna be hurt too. Oh, after the fact, right now your feelings <laughs> and you gonna feel it. But see the whole thing, you in your feelings right now, mm-hmm. so you ain't thinking about the facts. Right. right. So it, that's what I'm saying. Like you know, 
it's funny because if you are aware of the facts, you tend not to operate in your feelings because you know the facts. See, when you know the fact, that's what it is, mm-hmm. regardless of how you feel. Right. That's what the fuck it is. Bro, if the if the sky is blue, I don't give a fuck if you feel it's purple. That's cool. The fact is, it's blue. Right. So, I, I feel like this goes back to, like, my, it's like morals and ethics are, like, how I operate. I feel very strongly about that, like, facts over feelings, because it's, it's, Telling someone else the truth is so much easier, but telling yourself the truth mm. is, is is a little bit more difficult, and people can't really handle telling themselves the truth. And I don't feel like I could lie to myself very much. Right. Like, I'll so, give it to you another way: logic versus emotions. Yeah. yeah. Right. Same right. thing. Yeah. From a logical standpoint, everything makes sense. Emotionally, a whole lot of shit don't make sense. Right. That's why there's a saying that that goes feeling some type of way. Because you're an experiencing emotion right now that you can't word, you can't put it into words, you can't describe it. All right. Why you even want to deal with feelings and emotions like facts and logic will seem to steer you away from a lot of issues and problems, mm-hmm. whereas feelings and emotions will ring your ass right into them, like head first. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. a lot of us grow up with the what a lot of people see examples of feelings over facts, mm-hmm. um, rather than operating on facts over feelings. So. It becomes kind of like a second nature. Yes, their second nature because that's all they've seen and that's all they've operated with throughout their lives. And it depends on what environment you come from. When feelings sometimes is a lot more important than the facts to people. No, hundred percent. So yeah. it's, it's I was like, just speaking over basically from yeah. one to the other. If we're getting personal, like yeah, you yeah, are, yeah, yeah it's different. Because yeah. I'm, I'm just going through thinking like, damn, you know, at times somebody can say that the it it could be a life or death situation to where someone is going to have that reaction of feelings over facts uh-huh. well and a lot yeah. of people deal with that trauma shit feelings well and that's the thing you know feelings and emotions are extremely strong and those mm-hmm. can and will overwhelm yeah the facts that are there if you are feeling it strongly enough yeah yeah 100 percent. and i think that's also the issue though because if it's not life or death, but it's just a, a deep conversation and you're so into your feelings that you will not acknowledge the facts. That's a problem. You see, well, that's, it, that's the big, that's the big problem. And that's what I was, and that's yeah, where I'm that's speaking the big from. Problem. Because like in, in that instance, it's like, cause like when you say life or death, there's a lot of things that it shit flips. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's a completely yeah, yeah. different ball game. Even what you thought you thought of what you would have did or it is it, different when you're in that situation. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. but if we're just talking about like just off the cuff or a situation or something like, you know, people tend to really get into their feelings and be yeah. uh, offended by a lot of stuff based off of how they feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not the facts. Yeah, exactly. Especially when those facts are laid out in front of you and you can, there's no way to really like wiggle out of that. And that's a crazy thing. Think about it. Eight times out of ten, the facts are laid out for you. And then the and then, and then if the facts aren't laid out for you, why are you so emotional? Where's all this feeling coming from? You don't even know all the facts to know if you should be feeling that way. Yep. Your dumbass. Nah, it's real. I, I see it. <laughs> I, I see it, bro. I see it all the time, man. Um. You know, we, we got a show and, and, and I collect a lot of my data 
talking to people, talking to real people, being in environments and, and getting on and get on a lot of these apps and stuff like that. And I hear a lot and see a lot just the, with the data I collect on my own, a lot of feelings over. And, 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 and the crazy thing about it is they're pushing their that feelings, mm-hmm. pushing the agenda like it it's fact mm-hmm. and the whole con and the whole the whole concept behind it is like look if you feel a certain type of way and that's your belief there's a reason why it's yours you see what i'm saying and and that's the thing and that's what i think causes the confusion okay. between two between two different sides because if you stand on this end and this is what you believe and you stand on this end and this is what you believe that's where the under that's where the fact is the fact is you believe this and I believe this. That's the fact within the conversation. But once you tie your feelings into it and it's like, well, I feel like it's just like when you tell somebody something like, yo, you offended me. You did this. You did that. And I didn't appreciate it. And then your reply is, I feel like you kind of coming at me. That, yeah, Bruh, I, I just told you yeah. what the issue is. And because how you feel, you reworded everything I said. All right, <laughs> I, I think a, a good example. <laughs> That's guys, every day, y'all man. Been, y'all been paying attention to the Chauvin trial, or did y'all see the Derek Chauvin? I've thing? seen a little bit of information see, on it. Did you see his mom speak? No, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. This ties back to the facts over feelings. Um, it would be it would have been better if you guys had seen it because the she said everything that moms are supposed to say. Uh huh. But. She kind of seemed like she 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 stated that she believed in his innocence and everything um, still. And this is during his sentencing phase. And it's almost like, hold on, you you did you not see all these facts laid out in front of you? Right. All this evidence, uh, the video um, witnesses and things like that. And she still chose to kind of be blind to all that. Um, mm. I mean, although she is a mom and moms are, you know, I imagine a mom is going to want to say the best about their child so basically she got up there and she was like i know you guys saw the video and there's fingerprints and we have everything right. there but, but come to death row he's a good guy and he's still innocent and he didn't do anything you like talking about the guy right here who right. matches the video right there you talking about him right and and, <laughs> and and to put the cherry on top she told him that uh he's her favorite son huh? i'd have stood up said what did <laughs> But I mean, oh, but that's just that's just feeling versus fact. Oh, versus you facts. feel so strongly for the love of your son that you will ignore the facts and believe his innocent, regardless of all the information that has been deemed facts that is right here in front of you that has been laid out for the world to see. And I don't right. believe my mom would be operating like that. My mom would. Yeah, he was a good kid, but he fucked up. You know what? He did yeah. a lot of good, but this time he fucked up. My mom wouldn't even been there. Yeah, that's that's the thing. I if you ain't if she Mom's wouldn't have nothing good up. to say, she wouldn't have just she wouldn't have showed up. Right. I'm <laughs> not gonna something that crazy I'm, that I'm that not hated coming to your trial, nigga. Mom's pull up to the court, the bailiff gonna have to pull her off me. Mom came to kick my ass. She is yeah. not coming for support. Right. I mean, that's he real. Enough when he was younger, you know what I'm saying? It's and not, so maybe that ties back to accountability. Yeah. The facts over the feelings thing. Does that have like? Does that have to do it a lot with accountability? I mean, I'm gonna be honest with you. All ki- all kinds of information um, can 
all kinds of all kinds of feelings can can be involved with that. Mm-hmm. So accountability can be there. Um, another word that a lot of people uh, really don't use anymore, and I feel like they're trying to like get rid of the use of using using it in a sense. But uh, along with accountability is um, uh, being in denial. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because, they, you know, and I, and I know that that goes in the same family. So there's all kinds of different things that go with facts versus feelings. But well, the thing well, is, is the reason why the reason why is a facts versus feelings situation is because people that are only operating off of their personal feelings is also operating with the with the energy of needing to be right based off of their feelings. So how much you want to know what makes that even more frustrating? <clears throat> a lot of times those arguing or operating with their feelings are also operating from a place of ignorance because they don't know the facts. Yeah. 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 Well, how, how, what do we, what about those who are, because I feel like everyone oftentimes in a, in a debate are like, you're having a difference of opinion than someone. Mm-hmm. And, your your emotions may be tied to different parts of the conversation rather than the facts sometimes mm-hmm. to where you feel like you're right because everyone's going to feel like they're right oftentimes in a debate. But what about those who come back after um, perhaps thinking about the conversation a little bit and saying, yo, you was right. I say, I know. <laughs> <laughs> What yeah. do you want from me? Bro, all right, so you have to understand something. I'm like, like no lie, bro. I'm big on research. I do a lot yeah. of reading. I don't just say shit. Right. right. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not, I'm, I'm, first of all, I'm really not going to argue with you. I'm going to say how I feel. I'm going to say what it is. I'm going to speak from a logical standpoint. I'm going to give you the facts that I'm aware of. And it's going to be that. See, people start arguing when their feelings get involved. Yeah. If I give you facts and you don't want to believe the facts, and don't believe the facts. I'm not gonna say here. Now nah, you gonna believe them because we gonna nigga don't believe them. Right, you're a dumbass. But I know. Right, I'm not gonna argue with you because you want to be ignorant. Right, have fun. But yeah, I'm not. Mm-mm. If you now the whole thing is, I, if somebody was to come and like, you know what, I was wrong. I'm like, okay, so now I need to make sure that you have that clear understanding. So what do you mean exactly? Where? What are you talking about? Let's you know what I'm saying. Let's go back over. Can we dissect it? Mm-hmm. Where do you feel you were wrong or where it went left? Right. Because now it's about understanding and growth. Mm-hmm. So that move doesn't occur again. I'm with that. But I, I, I can Somebody definitely come back and they say they I'm, wrong and you was trying to get them to understand the facts. Then, yeah, I know I was right because yeah, I had the facts. I've been guilty of that. Definitely. That's how it is. Like, And that's yeah. the thing. But bro, see, I, that says something about you also understanding the difference between facts and feelings. But yeah. you know what, though? That, that's, <laughs> see, see, that's where it is. Because I might pick up on like just the way you might have said something to me and I didn't feel like how you said it. And so I, I subconsciously may be responding in a different way. And then we both begin going back and forth mm-hmm. with the tone and upping each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Keep game, though. Yeah. When you come back and you apologize for being wrong. That's where your accountability kicks in. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. See, at the end of it, when you acknowledge where you fucked up and you own it, see, that's where the accountability comes in and that's where the understanding and that's where the growth comes in. And, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because I'm I'm not going to leave the conversation and, and I'm going to replay this conversation after we're done, especially if it was emotional, if I got emotional in it. I'm calling nigga 40 at night. You know what, blood? Hey, but you know what? 
now that I can think clearly, hey, I'm asleep. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like that 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 type of shit can happen. Uh, and I mean, it yeah. does. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. a lot of people replay things that go back over them. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. and, and and that's the thing about it. I feel like when it's facts versus feelings, the issue is when you're arguing with facts, you have a tendency to kind of know you're right. Yeah. And a person who is arguing with feelings, they feel they're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now mm-hmm. you guys are both arguing from a place where you think you're right. Mm-hmm. The only difference is facts is pretty much while feelings yeah. is can only be determined by the person themselves. Right? Okay, what what about when the conversation is about feelings more than the facts? But see, the thing about it is when it's about feelings as far as emotional, see, that's where it comes to an understanding of how you made the other person feel and not how you feel about the person. Yeah, because sometimes the the person coming with the facts can miss that the feelings in this conversation are... The topic? The topic. Yeah. Well, because it's this, and it's A, and it's B, and it's C. And you're like, okay, that's cool. Yes, it's all of those. But But can we talk about how I felt about A, and then when B happened? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's in a scenario where facts, in in, in an interesting way, that's in a scenario where facts really doesn't have a place to live. Because this isn't about, like, facts is about getting an understanding of a particular concept in the rhyme and reason, right? But then when you're talking about feelings is to get an understanding of the other side. Exactly, yeah. So if you're trying to come in with your facts about the way somebody else feels, it's like, well, okay, this... This is gonna go round and round and round and round and round. The fact of the matter is, you don't give a fuck. You gotta get that out of here. (laughs) Yeah, because if I like, like, look, it goes back to the whole disrespect. You know, the whole example I gave you about, hey man, you disrespected me. You did X, Y, and Z. I'm just letting you know that that wasn't cool. And then you say, well, you know, I feel like you coming at me like you're missing the whole mark and what I'm saying. I'm communicating with you on how that you offended me. I'm offended. Or if you saying, you know, I didn't like the way you felt, but I I didn't like the way um, you made me feel or the way this made me feel. And the person is like, well, you were wrong. Like, yeah. almost comes off like, no, You're missing yo, the point. I like or, this one. I feel like such and such. Oh well, what I was trying to do is okay. That's cool. Now yeah. we understand what you were trying to do. Right. What right. I'm telling you is it didn't come across like that. So now we have to address how you made me feel. That seems to go over people's head a lot. Yeah. So that's where the You're also explaining the results. Yeah. This is what you were trying to do, and this is the result of what happened right, based right. off what you were trying to do. Right. You see what I'm saying? That's that's where the accountability of the fact, (laughs) the person speaking fact has to take that that accountability as well. And sometimes those lines get crossed. It's it's, for the people who are fact more than fact based and those who are feeling based, it's almost like it's difficult for them to have oftentimes different types of conversations. Yeah, if you lack if you lack either or, you're going to have a hard time in certain situations. So if you are a person that's all fact based and no feelings, yeah, you're going to lack the feelings. If you're all feelings and no facts, you're going to lack the facts. You know what I'm saying? So, and nobody's perfect at both, but the, the whole point is if you can understand, turn this nigga's mic low. Um, that's facts, man. Yeah, that's factual. No emotion there. If you understand both, you good. Yeah. That's yeah, the that's whole real. point. If no, you can understand I, both, you good. And seeing the whole thing about it, it's like, 
that's why I started off saying like, you know, those who I ran from feelings don't know the facts because if you don't take time to understand things and do your research and be aware of, mm-hmm. then you're half-assing it in the first place. Right. That's, and you actually don't have anything to argue with or operate from but your feelings because you exactly. know nothing. Yeah. Right. So you put yourself at a disadvantage. And mm-hmm. because and you, you want to argue? Yeah, because you got those feelings, you're going to dismiss the facts and not knowing that understanding these facts will change the way you feel. That part. Yeah. Yeah. I like how you did that. <laughs> you know, I've been working on it, man. Yeah, I mean that's that's definitely a uh that's a real thing, dude, that a, a lot of people don't understand. I mean, you can even and and people can test it out every day. Just get on get on your Facebook and go look at something debatable. <laughs> and go go look at a comment section on something that's debatable and you'll see so many feelings that people are really putting out there and projecting like they're facts and they're yeah. not. Yeah. You know what I mean? The only time, the only time that I really like the whole feeling aspect in a factual situation is like sports debates. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because it, you know, it's really tribal. Yeah. You know, if it's basketball, you got the LeBron tribe, the Kobe tribe, the Jordan tribe, the OG tribe versus the Young tribe, and it's like it's whatever. But there's really no factual thing other than stats. Yeah. You know what I I'm saying? I'm a statistician. You're but, gonna, uh, boy. but the niggas speaking the stats sometimes are going to face the person who has the feelings. And sometimes the feelings person may seem like they ha- like have well, a good argument. And you know why? Because so, there's a difference between reading a sheet yeah. and, and watching. And watching. Because usually the people that are watching, they, under- they already understood what was on the sheet. But it's like, explain this, though. And explain that, though. And explain that. You know what I'm saying? Don't mind if I do. <laughs> <laughs> no, no lie. I had this conversation. Uh, I just had this conversation with some dude at a bar in Baltimore. No lie. Like, we was talking sports, and we just started getting into it. And I'm like, bro, but what do what, what, what? He's like, yeah, but when he wants to. No, he can't. Look at his stats. He's never done this, and he's never done that. Did you see what he did in the last? He's like, well, yeah, all right. You, you got that one. Yeah. <laughs> then, then he was like, you want a drink? Yeah. <laughs> right, nigga? Because <laughs> I'm right. And yes. <laughs> exactly, man. Mm-hmm. That's exactly how it is, bro. And I, I think I think in in the modern day, if people could practice that more, I think people's feelings will be a whole more at ease. A lot more at ease. I'm going to tell you how they do that. I like how your both was like, nigga, what? Yeah, yeah, I was like, well, you got the secret. <laughs> he finished the candy bowl. This is where the facts get real good. <laughs> if people <laughs> were more about being understood instead of being right, mm-hmm. because this is how I operate. I know I'm not always right. I do my best to be in the know, so I'm not wrong, but I know I'm not always right. Nobody's perfect, mm-hmm. but I want you to understand where I'm coming from. I want you to understand me because That's even if super big, even movie. if you don't agree with me, if you understand where I'm coming from, you can see that and we can move past it. Understand me. It's not about being right. If you want to be right, you'll be wrong all the time. Right. If you yeah. want to be understood, you'll make so much more progress. Yeah. You know what's crazy about what you said? Mm. That's most real men. Most real men 
just want to be understood. Bro, I'm whew, nigga. Man, I I said I, I used to say that all Sunday? the time. I said, bro, yeah. I'm the most misunderstood. <laughs> you got your church shoes on. <laughs> you can go ahead and put it in my candy bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm taking the offering. Yeah, pass, pass the bowl around, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nah, but 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 that's it's true though, and I feel like that's um an issue for a lot of people. Like and like it's funny because you say social media. See, social media, everybody wants to be right. Everybody mm-hmm. wants it. I don't care about that. That's why social media is. I don't see it the same way people do. It, it's a tool mm-hmm. for business. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, imagine arguing and, and and exerting that type of energy on a social platform where you're you're unless you actually know the person. You don't know the person. Nope. Yeah. Probably not going to come cross paths with each other anymore ever Bro, again. You, I've been called nigger by white boys on Facebook, and I'm like, do you think I'm going to get mad? I don't know you. I'm never Whatever, gonna Joey. See- block. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never going to see you. Yeah. Oh, Chad got balls today, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but I mean, like, for real, man. Like, uh, and, and I, I challenge everybody to start wanting to be understood. Yeah. And not be right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But that oftentimes, wanting to be understood, could put you in the category of the feelings. Mm-hmm. Because if you aren't understood, uh, in my experience, if it can make me more emotional not being understood, yeah, I can become more frustrated. And this is where I work on myself because I have to be able to give a clear understanding of where I'm coming from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If I want you to feel it. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? And if, it and if you can word choice is very 100%. difficult sometimes. It's, it, no, it, word choice is... is key it's yeah. not what you say is how you say it exactly yeah and, and on top of that it's like you have to understand that certain people they can't comprehend past where they're at so mm. if you are <laughs> doing your best to articulate so that you can be understood and they don't comprehend then you have to take a step back and say, okay, where are they at? Can I meet them there? If I can't meet them there, then we're going to have to agree to disagree and we might have to go our separate ways because I can't dumb down. And if you're not looking to grow and level up, then that puts a gap. Yep. that can't be closed. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, that's what I'm working on for myself is I have a short. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, yo, drop some offering in the bowl, man. Drop some offering candy in the bowl, dog. Yo, it's the Lord's day today, man. Hey, but it's a process, bro. Like that's so like because I I'm working on that because I have like a short. It's two different sides. It's sometimes like I'm frustrated because I feel like I'm not being I'm not. Getting you to understand, so I'll re- I'll repeat myself a lot, and I'll be um I'll say and the same thing. That'll frustrate you. It'll frustrate oh, you because yeah. I'm not sure that I'm saying what you need to. Be, I'm not saying the correct thing for you, so I have to like repeat myself, and then sometimes what I'm saying, you'll get the um, someone may get a whole different perspective of it. So like they it's not being received be the in the same spirit. It's the opposite of what you're trying to say. He'd be like. 
it's a, it's a frustration sometimes. Where'd you, where'd you get that from? No, no. I'm not saying. Okay, look. Let's start yeah. over. <laughs> All right. So look. When I right here, this is where we're gonna start. So look, A B C, and they were like, yeah, C B A. No. no. Oh, okay. <laughs> Let's just address A first. Okay. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. You know, I right. understand, and yeah. it's frustrating because, like, you know, a lot of times people listen to talk instead of listen to understand and so it's it's frustrating like i said mm-hmm. it's a process even when you are doing your best that doesn't mean that the person that you're operating with is even exerting the same amount of energy that's yeah I, you, you, you know what i'm saying I don't and you think about it at all and you can sure. and you can see that you can see that really quick sometimes in the conversation because the intent mm. You know what I'm saying? The intent of where a person is going in the conversation. Like, you can do simple breakdowns like, well, how is this a solution base that's beneficial to both of us with this conversation that we having when a person is continuously trying to respond to everything that you're saying instead of getting an understanding of it? Yeah. You see what I'm saying? When it's like okay. To keep looking at. Oh, what? What? Uh, not, what? Okay. What? Like, yo, let me finish talking so you can get everything I'm trying to give you. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's almost like it's almost like you trying to get a plate before I'm done cooking. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Is what it is. Yeah. Or, like, or, yo, or, pre, or sometimes you know, rice hard. Or a lot of times <laughs> I ain't you, put it in yet, bro. <laughs> Just, it was. Uh, <laughs> yo, there's no water in there. Yeah, like yeah, it's still in a bowl. <laughs> but like you, like even even in a conversation, you know, when you're trying when you're trying to explain some things and and you're coming from a place, a lot of times where where people screw up at is they're already channeled into their feelings when you're already laying everything down very clear, whether it's factual or whether it's logic, right? So they're already in their feelings. And then they respond to one point of a whole entire statement. He felt that. Yeah, I can tell you felt that. (laughs) They respond to one point in your entire statement. And now the basis of your debate is that one point in your entire statement. Yeah, and that one point is probably the third it wasn't yes. the first or the right, secondary right, point. Right, right, right. It right. was a third, and it, it was, is not the most important. Right. Yeah. It was the one that they had a good answer, a response to. Yeah, yeah. It was. He it was. It was, the pin, it, it was the pinch of salt in your ingredients. You be like, I know, I taste the salt. <laughs> it's the it's the pinch of salt in all the ingredients that you had, and that's mm-hmm. the thing that messed up the whole meal. You, you feel what I'm saying? I'm like, oh, well, if you just told me that part, like that part, no, that part ain't important. You focus on the wrong <laughs> shit. What I'm saying is, <laughs> whoa, you, uh, damn it. focus on the wrong shit. You trying to, you trying to, nah, hell nah. Don't, you trying to finesse. Right. <laughs> trying to small the solve problem, move, move, move past it. Like, we don't have a whole catastrophe over here. <laughs> <But> fuck that. <laughs> what? It's real. Nah, it's man. real, man. Yeah, and that's the thing about it because we often think about our side, but we don't really take into account where they're at on the other side. Yeah. Where their energy is at on the other side. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like Absolutely. Said, if they're listening to talk and they're interrupting you and it doesn't seem like they're truly acknowledging what it is you're saying, like you're already fighting a losing battle. Yeah, why well, continue to... And that, that's the problem. And the whole thing about it is when... A lot of times when you withdraw, in. when you withdraw... Even when it's not like you know, you know what? Now it's not the right time. I get it. Now they gonna mull it over. At some point, they gonna want to address it again. Yeah. <clears throat> and when they're ready to address it, 
they got to come with the same energy that you have. Uh, yeah. And then you're normally able to make progress. Because after you address it, the first time I see a lot of times when you address those people, you catch them off guard. They ain't got no answers. They ain't got no solutions. Yeah. They wasn't ready. Yep. That's usually where the feelings come into play. Offended, yes. defensive, uh-huh. yeah. right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then if they don't have no facts, then they know then they know they're behind an eight ball too. So it's definitely all emotion. Right. <clears throat> you know, I never even thought of that. Yeah. Step back from the situation, like, all right, now it's not the right time. My fault. I got your I got your feathers ruffled. I'll let you mull it over. When they come back to you, a lot of times they come back with a different mindset because now they've had time to think it over and they might even have some facts for you and they're willing to actually address it and discuss it. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't know how much will be, you know what I'm saying? How many but times have you left the conversation be like, fuck, I knew I should have said that one. Like, ooh. I w-. Dog, almost every debate I've ever gotten into, I'm like, man, I was, damn, I wasn't on my A game. But then, but then, you know, the silver lining in it is that, is that I was like, it shouldn't even went on that long. Yeah, so, and that's the thing about it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> she went on like, that long. Like I said, I don't argue. You got to understand, man, when you're starting to give too much energy into something that's not benefiting you. Arguing will never yeah. benefit you. Going back and forth will never benefit nope. you. Trying to explain somebody who doesn't uh, actually possess the comprehension necessary will never benefit you. Somebody coming to you with a debate, with the intent to debate, it's not going to be beneficial for you at all. Like, yeah, so check this out. <laughs> You know what? The way you started that, yeah. <laughs> you already, yeah, your fire's already revving, and, um, and they're already coming from a place of feelings mm-hmm. and where they stand on it. Yeah, they and, already, you, and if you don't, and if you're not standing where they standing now, they finna argue with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's, it's always it's kind of fucked up because you always got to keep your guard up, you know, in interactions with people. And really read everyone's energy. I had a scenario with family not that long ago where I was completely blindsided with information. You know what I'm saying? And I let it get the best of me. And you really, I mean, you've heard the saying, read the room. You also got to read the energy. Mm -hmm. Just like what he said, you really do. You have to read the energy and read on the other side of where they're coming from. So dangerous with family. Mm -hmm. I'm dealing with that right now. Mm -hmm. But because the thing about it, I say this often, like, Family, those people close to you, see they have access to your heart. Access to your heart which means that it can push your buttons. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm yeah. saying? And so they know which ones to push. Boy, some some of them do, some of them don't, and then some of them look to see what they can and will and will test you. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? That's what I'm and, operating on in my family, man. And it's and and, and it's always going to be with family knows that's really close to you because they have access to your heart. Bro, anybody else, you don't give a fuck. Right? You know what I'm saying? And so, and that's why it's like you got to pay the most attention to those closest to you because they have access to hurt you in a way that nobody else can. You know? Yeah, because I'm I'm the one in the family now that uh I'm I don't I tell everybody like I I had a uh, situation recently. Uh, uncle of mine uh, Also It's a lot of shit Going on in our family So I You know I'm the one that A lot of people come to To speak to, about certain things Because I'm gonna tell Everyone The truth I'm not gonna Choose a side So you choose some facts Over feelings They know that off top And so I'm Even The the elder statesman I'm letting them all know Like You wanna have a conversation With me about this, you gonna need to talk in front of the person who's involved in that situation, because you're not gonna come tell me one story, and then run off and tell another story. Mm-hmm. That's different. If y'all wanna mend this, 
we can have a conversation, but understand, I'm, I, I'm facts over feelings. And, mm-hmm. and this, I'm not going to choose a side, but we're not going to play that game either. Yeah. Of telling this person a fact and then telling this person he said, fact. she said. Mm-hmm. We're not doing that. Crossing game. Yeah, we're not yeah. playing telephone. Nah, nah y'all going to talk in front of everybody. Nah, I feel that, man. And uh, what I what I like about this this dialogue that we have is we didn't put like a specific scenario on it because everything that we said applies to every single situation. Sure. So it don't have to be like a friendship, a, a relationship with your parents, a relationship with your kids, you know, um, a dating relationship, a marriage. They all fall under the same laws. I beat kids. <laughs> <laughs> Just put that out there. <laughs> Belts over feelings, yeah. <laughs> but the straight up, the, it fall, it falls. Uh, it's the same laws. It's the same. You, you gotta, you gotta read the same energy. You gotta respond the same way. You gotta have the same understanding. Just however you spin it, because all of those, what all of those different things have in common is one word: relationship. It's just what type of relationship you have. And when you have a relationship with anybody, a real relationship with anybody, they do have some access to your heart in yeah. some kind of way. Right. You know what I mean? Especially if it's for a long period of time, they do. And, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a protection game out here at that point. Yeah. Well, you know, yeah. that's where it's about outside of family because you can't choose family, but really paying attention to who you um, let into your circle. Mm-hmm. Who you choose to disclose things with And who yeah. you really rock with yeah. yeah, You know what I'm saying Like <clears throat> I don't really disclose a lot to people Who don't have My best interests in mind Yeah right. You know what I'm saying I don't even speak about um, Issues or problems to individuals Who, who aren't gonna um, Be uplifting Or Or, or go into Problem solving mode And wanna be solution based Yeah You know what I'm saying For sure and then, but see, the whole thing about it is this: see, while we all have friends, certain friends are for certain things. You can't tell absolutely all your friends, everything. Exactly. Absolutely, and yes. and everybody isn't aware of that. Yes, you know what I'm saying. My inner circle, we might talk money, business, stocks, and all of that. And then I have people that I never talk that type of stuff with because that's not where they're at. Yeah. That don't make us less of friends. Exactly. That just means. Yeah, I, think I, I, was, I think I was talking to you about that recently, where it's like, yeah, I have, like, I may be into certain things that some of my friends aren't into and I may have a deeper relationship with this person on this thing and a deeper relationship with this person on this thing but it's like that's that's okay some people I think are trying to find someone who like is just like them in all, in, in, in every different ways or trying to match up groups of friends all the time that shouldn't be matched up sometimes that I happens. just told I just told my mom it's crazy I just told my mom two days ago that like my inner circle is the opposite of me in a lot of different ways. Mm-hmm. I'm more of a firecracker as far as in the way I exalt my feelings or how outspoken I might be about certain things. The majority of my friends that are closest to me are all chill. You know what I'm saying? So the interesting thing is, is the longevity and a lot of relationships I have with friendships or what I would consider a brotherhood at this point. They are so different from me. In a lot of ways, but the thing about it is all of the ways that my my friends slash brothers are different mm-hmm. is what I admire. Is probably what I aspire to do better than. So it's like where I lack at is where my friends that are closest to me 
actually excel at so I can kind of learn from and be like, you know what? I don't want to, I want to be better at that. That's, that's, I, I, I think about that iron. all that time, all the time because a lot of people are, are usually intimidated by um, the characteristics of someone that they really actually admire, but they, they don't, it's like going into the gym. I'm mm-hmm. skinny nigga. I'm going to go in the gym, but I'm not going to be intimidated by the big niggas. Like I'm going to go fucking work out with these niggas. They mm-hmm. know what they're doing. I'm yeah. about to go over here with these <laughs> niggas. And, you know what I mean? Because I'm going to learn, grow from that, and I admire that, and I'm trying to be close to what I admire so I can pick up on it, not rather than distance myself from it and be mm-hmm. um, insecure, like take it on as an insecurity. As yeah. Like, yeah. Some people operate that way as well. Like yeah. they sabotage their own relationships or friendships with people because of their lack of the ability to um, appreciate. Yeah. Well, it starts out a lot of times it starts out with people as them be like, Oh, they're just like me. Right. Right. And then they notice how much they're alike. Right. And then they also notice that, damn, they kind of do a couple things that we do similar, better than me. Yeah. So now it turns into a competitive thing. And then now you find yourself competing with somebody who's supposed to be your friend, your ally, right. your brother, your sister, or whatever, and then the very thing that you thought made you friends, it causes the rift and why you're not friends anymore because now you have jealousy, envy, hate, and all this other shit. Yeah, and, but you thought that it was cool to be cool with that person because of those very things. Exactly. You see what I'm saying? So then now what is it about? Yeah, because Facts I or feelings? I, I don't... I don't know. You're emotional mother. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, man. But you know, it's it's crazy. I mean, like I said, you know, for those listening, you know, really take heed to this stuff because they really do apply to multiple different situations and, I mean, and relationships. Life, just period, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Because I mean, like facts and feelings, you really can't operate with those. Yeah. Like we, yeah. like you said yeah. earlier, you said being yeah. best at both. You have to, you have to be aware of. You have to be working at. You have to be aware of your feelings, and you have to be working at facts, and you have to be knowledgeable and have a feel in both areas because without one or the other you will take losses left and right yeah, yeah I'm, you I'm, will. I'm thinking of situations where I'm out like sometimes and uh, a situation may occur and I'm like before I can really get mad at you I need to like make sure that I mean I'm, I'm right about what I'm right about like it's like going to the fucking to a, a restaurant and you're trying to tell the person there are at a store, you're trying to tell them you know you're right about something. And then you <laughs> at find, their restaurant. <laughs> you try to find out that you're wrong. The former poll, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> and now you can't go there anymore for brunch. <laughs> Damn, he didn't. If I go there and see your picture on the wall, I am taking a picture and I'm tagging you. I'm posting it. I'm just, Cause you done got in trouble. They gonna say, "Look what this nigga did." This nigga done. This but nigga yo, got so himself like, in trouble. Yeah, I'm gonna get a different scenario. So you and your girl arguing, or not even arguing. Y'all talking about something. She telling you what you did, and she's like, "Yeah, well, whoop, 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 whoop," whoop. and you get ready to say something, but you let her finish. Mm. And when she finishes, you find out you was wrong. You fucked up, and you was gonna say something to defend yourself. 
That was going to sound crazy. Right? Yeah. Like, tuck that one back in my pocket oh, and use that next time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, so, yeah. when, you, when, you, when you allow yourself to be patient, allow people to actually give it all to you and don't mm-hmm. make assumptions, jump to conclusions. You listen to understand instead of listening to talk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You'll usually get the answer when you listen. Yes. Yeah. It might not always be the answer you wanted, but I guarantee it'll be the fact. Yeah. Yeah. So, get out your feelings. Yep. Yeah, straight up. That's real. real and talk. and another thing. We out. Ha! <laughs> you don't do the outros, man? Yeah, Yo, I just pulled up from 60. Man, don't Anyways, I just pulled up from 60. We out of here. <laughs> Anyways, you've been tuning into the notion. This is your boy Dizzy D Spill here with my co-host in the building. It's Farmer Pole back in the building. Welcome. Thank you, thank and you. And it's Jelani Evans, man. And until next time, tune in. Peace. We out.